Welcome to Hidden Truths, a podcast about life, energy, and how to thrive on planet Earth. I'm your host, Nicole Energy. Hi, you all, beautiful people. How are you doing? I am on day 56 of my menstrual cycle and who knows, knows. Yes, it has been a long journey, very transformative and full of experiences of any kind. If you have been following me on Instagram, then you know what I'm talking about as I have been sharing quite a lot. It's March the 18th. I am about to bleed. I feel very heavy, my womb very full. I feel a lot of memories are coming up to be released, to be um, brought to my awareness in order to be processed and let go of and maybe also transmuted in something else. Today I am going to interview Miriam Ravensperger about the yoni, which is the pussy. And I am so excited to be talking about this subject and breaking some taboos because it is a matter that is full of shame in many, many, many societies around the world. And I strongly believe that we need to bring some medicine to our culture and to our sensitivity and to our shame around our genitals around our bodies and that's why i have invited her she is going to tell us who she is what she stands for why she is here to talk about this topic and we will be journeying through um through the aspects surrounding this part of ourselves and um, yeah enjoy welcome welcome on board honeys so welcome Miriam to Hidden Truths thank you for accepting to come here and talk about the yoni today with me I will ask you to share who you are, what's your vision for planet Earth, and what's your mission? Wow. (laughs) Um, I feel so much excitement for this already like very short introduction and for the questions. Um, With which one to start? Uh, All in one. So, um, let me start with my vision, which is related to my mission. If Mm -hmm. that's a good one, I forgot the first one, but let's start from here. Um, Yeah, so my mission is actually to spread pleasure as medicine. And I truly believe that female pleasure is world medicine because me myself this society uh, is so out of balance Uh, it's so dominated by masculine principles and i truly believe that answers to healing like on all levels healing the sexuality healing uh even also nature healing this society, because I really believe that's necessary, starts at this very, very, very roots, like this this precious uh, part of our bodies, uh, our yonis even. And tapping into this this female uh, yin quality of ourselves to receive the world and not to only do in the world not to only be in the world but to receive the world also Mm, thank you yeah already when you were sharing about female pleasure is medicine for everyone i was like (laughs) 
completely. And that is why also I invited you here um, to talk about this with me because I strongly believe that we are underestimating the power of our yoni slash pussy slash body. And it's a taboo in so many cultures. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't even know a culture where it isn't a taboo to talk about genitals and pleasure. Yeah. Mm. And I would like you also to tell your name and the name of your company. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and what, what your profession is, because this is also the reason why I have asked you to be here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. My name is Miriam. Uh, you might hear that I'm very Dutch. Uh, I live in the Netherlands and yeah, my profession, profession is I guide coach women back to themselves, back to their sex, back to their yonis uh, and to free themselves on multiple levels, like on a body level, on an emotional level and also on a mental level. And those are actually all connected and Maybe I can can respond to what you said before, because I think it's really intriguing that people who are active in the field of sexuality, they notice like, oh, there's so many taboo around this. And for most people, even if they're stuck in their sexuality, they don't experience it. It's a kind of hidden taboo. Mm -hmm. Um, And and. Yeah, and most people are like, yeah, okay, no, my sex life, it's it's fine. They, it's it's not even they're not even connected with how how it is and if it could be different. Yes, we don't get to learn these things in school, and we don't we are not taught by our parents, by our grandparents, because well, if I think of my mother line. It's a taboo, it's a shame, it is, uh, sex is um, something to hide, to not talk about. If you talk about it, you're a pervert, basically. And there is no contact at all with this part of our body, not even with the breasts. Hmm. So for example, I was talking about um, body positivity and I, remember the body positivity advocate sharing about i would like to pierce my uh nipple and because then it would put me in contact with this part of me and i suggested why don't you do try breast massage i love (laughs) that suggestion (laughs) not that there is anything wrong with piercings i've done that i've been there but it's almost like something simple as touching your breasts is an act of revolution compared to a piercing, which is much more common. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yes, I have invited you here to talk about the pussy because I have one and I feel that for most of my life, I'm, until I entered the world of sacred sexuality when I was living in Amsterdam, and I took some courses there in the Taoist tradition, um, I was just neglecting this part of me and not understanding it it, and not coming in contact with it. And um, can you relate to this? And yes. Yes, yes, I can relate to it 100%. For me, um, for a long time, I was disconnected from my pussy. I was disconnected from my sexuality. And the sad part about it, I think was I I didn't even know I was disconnected. I didn't even know I was so occupied with, with just living in my head. I was living actually as a zombie. I thought I was feeling, I thought I was sensitive and it was true in a way, but I wasn't connecting with, um, yeah, I wasn't connecting with my emotions, with my inner world, with uh, my my sexuality at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So during my longer relationship uh, with now my ex-partner, yeah, it became a problem in a way. 
because mm -hmm. I I was disconnected and uh, from my yoni from my sexuality and if you're disconnected then there's like two options you can stay disconnected and you cannot perceive yeah you don't perceive it as a problem uh, or you are disconnected and you start to become aware that huh, hey something is not adding up and in my case it was that my body was just saying no i don't i don't want you to touch me anymore no i don't like sex anymore no i i, I don't want this mm. um, so that was um yeah that was a problem hmm yes i recognize this and also i recognize the stigma that comes with it and and also the wanting it to be different instead of going like, okay, apparently I need to give myself a break and I need to find a new way to relate to my body. Mm. What is important to, to know, for example, about the yoni? Um, well, I would like to say maybe even a little bit more abstract because the yoni is like pure female receptive yin energy mm -hmm. and your yoni has her own pace she loves to take time she loves to be teased pleased admired seen touched she loves to take her time so and i think that's also very much connected with uh with the feminine and it's 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 the opposite from the masculine huh? the masculine is kind of i always perceive the masculine as a kind of straight line or as an arrow so it goes from a to b and it has already a direction and i perceive and look at the feminine as a kind of circle which is small in the beginning it's and it's the circle is it could it can like open expand or it can contract it can expand and it can contract and it does that in the relationship with the masculine so if the mas masculine you know comes in to penetrate which is what the masculine does um and a woman is not connected with the yoni and not with the pace and what she needs then she contracts because it's too soon it's too quick and it, it's this is even um you know now we're already talking or i'm talking about ah okay when it comes to penetration but there's like a whole route before that so the route before that is turn on turn on, turn on, turn on, and to allow yourself to be as turned on as you can be in a way that you actually beg to be penetrated mm. instead of following the masculine and following the pace of the masculine, um, which is, I would say, the, for most of the time, it is destructive for the yoni because um, she needs more time. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I think it's so important to talk about these things because then also the men or whoever, uh, men and women that are relating to the yoni it, as, a, as a lover, as a worshiper, as a penetrative force, they can like, oh, wait a second. Is this how it works? Hmm. And, and also maybe notice how uh, the yoni has a different pace and time uh, for opening up. Yeah. Um, yes, really like a flower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually the whole body, like uh, the, the masculine, it starts from the center, you know, the energy and wants to go outward. And when you look at female energy, it starts at the edges of the body. It even starts beyond the body, like, ah, okay. Ah, coming into the field of the feminine. Okay, 
ah, the head maybe, start at the head, at the fingers, and then scrape and guide all the energy towards more erogenous zones, the breast or maybe the neck or maybe the yoni. So mm. yeah, it has a different pace and a different direction also, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yes, it starts really also with the energy, like even before or when you get a text from your partner or your lover uh, or someone you fancy, it's already a lot of energy um, to process, <laughs> no? Today I got a text from this man that I was dating and I hadn't heard from him for a while and I had a whole body reaction to that. A lot of energy was passing through and I was like, all right. And nothing is happening, nothing. I'm not even gonna see this person. Yeah, yeah, it's not nothing which is happening because you probably felt like there was some um, turn on and, not, and, and with turn on, I don't mean, ah, oh, I'm, I'm horny or I'm ready to, mm -hmm. to have sex. With turn on, I mean like, ah, oh, okay, wow, the energy is waking up. You're like expanding. You're like, ah, oh. right? Totally. <laughs> And I think this also should take away this edge of shame uh, from turn on because turn on, it, it can be really a way of life in the sense that you are feeling energy into your body. You are um, letting this energy travel through you rather than block it and uh, let it stagnate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, this is also um, with sexual energy that the power of it is really life force. Do you want to share something about uh, this? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree with the sentence you just said, like sexual energy is life force energy. And... I have to admit, I was also confused when I started on the path of Tantra and they were talking about sexual energy and being turned on and I didn't really get it. You know, I was receiving those sessions and I thought, well, I feel my energy is different. I feel different during a session than before, but I don't feel like turned on. I don't feel like having sex and I felt... So, so I was confused in this group of all tantric people, but I thought, okay, I just want to know. I will ask my tantric teacher. And I said, like, I asked, like, okay, but I'm not sure if I experience sexual energy because I don't feel like I'm horny or I feel like I don't want to have sex. Is it still sexual energy? And she said it was a she she said yes of course it is sexual energy and i was like oh whew. i I, <laughs> I can feel it okay so it's not only this this thing of feeling uh of feeling horny and wanting to have sex but it's and how it feels for me and i think it feels different in everybody it, it might feel different but for me it feels like i slightly get a little bit more lightheaded i don't i'm not in my head anymore i feel like connected with my body and i feel like buzzing sensations and um yeah my body starts to move a little bit more i start to make more sounds uh, mm -hmm. so that's how i know when there is sexual energy or life force energy in my system or how you could recognize it if you're listening to this um yeah, and for everybody it feels different. And I like to see also sexual sexual energy as the current between two polarities. So on the one hand, you've got the young or the masculine energy. And on the other side, you have the yin, the feminine energy, mm -hmm. like two magnets. And um, what what is sexual energy? It's actually those two polarities coming together and being in the same space and this current, which you actually also described with your text, the text you got, that <laughs> current that you felt, that yes. is because of the two different polarities, that is life force energy moving between you 
and someone or something else. Mm -hmm. And it's moving like in myself, like these two poles, uh, they exist in all of us, in each single one of us. So you don't need anyone else actually to move your life force and your sexual energy, right? Yes, I actually made uh, uh, a few days ago, I made a short video in Dutch on my Instagram because I got this question from from a woman and she was like, yeah, I don't think my partner is attractive anymore and I don't feel turned on. What should I do? And that's based on a misunderstanding, on the misunderstanding that the other person is causing turn on, that the other person is in some way responsible for your desire or turn on and I truly truly believe that it is just you it's just me allowing this life force energy to move through us and to invite it with our I call it our uh, mystical energy tools because it's it's probably you will not feel it if you just you know lay down and do nothing then you have to be really trained. But if you start to play with yourself, with your breath, with your sound, with your movement, with your intention, um, with, with your thoughts, then you have like all the ingredients you need to, to unlock. And unlock, yeah, this, this life force energy. And it's a game and every, every day this game is different. Mm-hmm. There's, the, there's the same ingredients, uh, but in a different, different order, in a different quantity. Okay. Yes. So also the linear view of sex and of ourselves is a myth. It's a story. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. So can you explain what you mean with linear view? The linear view, I feel that, especially when I was younger, I had this expectation of myself of always every day being ready and wanting to interact with my partner sexually and satisfy him and and be, you know, be what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the opposite happened. And I really was like, oh, what's wrong with me, actually? And I even had this, that story inside of me, like something's wrong with me. Wow. Um, and it wasn't. It's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves. And then we lie flat because, the yeah, for example, the menstrual cycle changes a lot our uh, energy. And even just something simple like that, which, which is our true nature, which is who we are. But if we don't know, then, then we are going to misunderstand and be like, hey, but, but my male partner or my partner who has a lot of masculine energy, he's always so stable and constant in his mood, in his energy levels. And me, like today, I feel like a wreck. And yesterday I was conquering the world like I am wrong (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, I get you yeah yeah we're cyclical how do you call it Mm -hmm. cyclical beings cyclical beings yeah and um our moods our uh hormones which is connected with also the mood are changing every day according to our cycle and uh, and if you start to understand your cycle, it might be different also. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah. for example, now, um, you know, I am in my ovulation and I, I should feel like, yeah, but actually, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, I, I, you know, I, when I started to understand my cycle and how it was connected with my sexuality, I was challenged again because I thought, okay, now I know, you know, now I'm this up uh, face and uh, my body was like, uh-uh. No, it's not happening. So, um, yeah, for me, like the female body is just so rich and it's that's truly a mystery, I guess. Uh, because mm-hmm. if you expect one thing, she gives something else. She mm-hmm. likes to play. 
Yeah, totally. Play. Mm-hmm. Even with the menstrual cycle awareness, like guidelines, like in the ovulation, you should feel outwards, full of energy, wanting to connect with others, super sexual, sensual. And well, if that's not the case, then that's not the case. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And what I like to, to highlight, it is cyclical. The, huh, the Also, like, uh, if you feel like, ah, oh, wanting to have sex or wanting to uh, invest in turn on. And it could also be like if you're together with your partner and um, <clears throat> yeah, you don't hop on the cycle anymore. You know, you're like, yeah, in the beginning I wanted to uh, be intimate and I wanted to connect. But now, no, no, I don't want it. No, I don't want it. No, I don't want it. Um mm. So there's, 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 I think there's a side which you, you don't have to, but which you can be aware of. It could, there could be a mechanism there, um, which is active in you, uh, which actually don't want to take responsibility for your own pleasure, for your Mm -hmm. own turn on uh, and kind of like, projected on the on the partner no no you're not attractive no i don't want to and not wanting to do the work uh yourself Mm. but that might be i just wanted to highlight that because it's it's great if you follow follow your own rhythm and you follow your own pace and if you if there's only no 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 then there might be something else at play too Mm-hmm. then it's nice to be curious rather than judgmental yeah for sure yeah i like that yeah mm. but can we talk also about like the physical part of it because i feel there is a lot of miscon- misconception about the yoni and how it works and what are her parts really because there is an outer part mm-hmm. part which is called the vulva, right? Yeah. We also know it's vagina. <laughs> yes. And then there is the vaginal canal. Mm-hmm. And then there is the womb, which is connected. And it's another organ, let's say. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. And You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have studied. But, but I feel that our listeners could never have been thinking about this you know Mm. and for example it was for me very interesting when I discovered that the clitoris is much way much bigger than just the little button uh, skin on the outside outside. and and so everything makes much more sense now but uh, when I didn't know then I didn't know how to relate to myself yeah. In, the, in the way that is nice for me also yeah yeah i would like to see and it's actually inspired by a, uh, a bengal text i stumbled upon i'd like to see the yoni and all its individual parts as one goddess mm-hmm. made out of smaller goddesses mm-hmm. so there's the clitoris which is actually also bigger than you said, like it has two legs, these bulbs, and she wants to be met in a totally different way. And there's your hair, you know, the hair on your vulva. It could be pleasurable, actually, if you didn't shave it, to play and to touch with your hair. There's a goddess inside of this hair, you know? and when you massage the outer lips, you're actually also massaging the legs of your clitoris. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also the anus, uh, it holds lots of uh, nerve endings. So maybe it's a no-go zone for you. But yeah, it's actually also some, some body part which can be very pleasurable. And it, there's a different goddess there. So it likes to be touched in a different way. And then there's this 
uh, G-Spot. And um, I'm not sure if they, if they have a different name now for it because I, I noticed like this um, yeah, new way of mentioning or labeling the pleasure spots in the Yoni because now they are men, uh, named after the guys who uh, discovered them. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, the Grafenberg uh, spots and women are like, it doesn't seem right that this body part is named after only the one guy who invented it. But I, I don't that. have a Gravenberg in my yoni. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, in Tantra, we actually call it the sacred spot. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, um, and so every woman has a sacred spot inside. And there's actually also in literature, it's still denied that women have like this... Um, a sacred spot and that we cannot squirt but and that it is pee and it's not pee <laughs> um, and there's many different spots and yeah like I like I mentioned before like I I really like uh, the idea and to invite women to see and feel this yoni your yoni as a goddess and to be curious and to explore like ah okay, if I touch this here, what do I actually feel? Does it feel good or doesn't it feel, doesn't it feel good? Um, So there's this, this, this G spot and on the opposite, there's supposed to be the X spot. And if you go a little bit further up, there's also a spot which is called the A spot. And there's this <laughs> cervix, and there's this deep spot. So, mm. like, I think like min- naming all the spots is also it's nice to have a kind of map. Yes. Uh, it it's, it gives a little bit of structure, so it's very masculine in a way. And so, if you want to explore those parts, it's maybe nice to go, you know, know that it's there and. Yeah, go into the feeling aspect of touching mm-hmm. that spot instead of wanting to wanting something from the spot, you know, like uh, be on the receiving end. Hmm. And some spots can be painful. And I know that you give Yoni healing. And I am wondering if you can share something about this. Like why would a spot in the Yoni be painful? And what can you do? And what is Yoni healing? Yes. Um, so, like you said, there's sometimes there's uh, spots in the Yoni which are painful and we call it armor. So it's mm-hmm. like your uh, protection system. Mm-hmm. And in the tissue, it's like stagnant, stuck energy. And... There's many reasons why there's uh, stagnant energy. Uh, for example, um, one like a physical one is when uh, a woman is penetrated too soon and the yoni is actually not ready and not open. A lot of women hold armor in the vaginal opening mm-hmm. because like and and especially when you see it as a clock and uh the upside of the yoni is 12 o'clock and the downside of the yoni is six o'clock on this six and 12 o'clock spots it holds tension because that's often like the the um direction in which the penis comes in mm-hmm. and it kind of forced and i do it between quotes because you're probably not aware of it or we're not aware of it um the the penis is kind of forced in it and and the the tissue is actually reacting uh like "Eh, no i I don't want this and it it could hold this this uh this no actually inside Mm -hmm. um so if you kind of want to explore this side, um, yeah, like on the outside of the yoni could be pain spots on the uh, vaginal opening, but also inside on the vaginal walls. And tantric women tend to have also like this um, yeah, because of the pressure which is put on the G spot and they have to squirt. 
-hmm. so the uh, intention of the uh, uh, touch is maybe a little bit too aggressive. Mm -hmm. That spot could also hold uh, armor or tension. And what it does, it's the, I think that's good to know. So if your yoni and, uh, has tension, and I believe like every woman has it because we kind of miss this um, connection with our yoni. So we don't actually, we live in our heads, you know, and when we have sex, we also live in our heads and we try to please and we try to feel, but then we kind of disconnect. So, and we don't have a lot of examples of how it is, should be done or how it could be done. Uh, so I, I really believe that every woman has a certain degree of, of um, uh, armor. But what it does is that it makes you less sensitive. Um, you feel less. It's like you have, uh, what's it called? When you have like under the uh, pads of your um, hand or under your feet, like this yellow uh, skin, which is like, yeah. you, do you know the words for it? No, I know it in Dutch but in Italian, but not in English. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, like not blisters, but where the... Um, skin is a little bit hardened. Yes, where the skin is that's hardened, where it's dead, that's that's preventing you to feel. And it's in a way, it's not that that your yoni has that like literally, but you could you could see it like that that it prevents you from feeling. Or armor could also be painful. So if your yoni holds armor, uh, maybe around the vaginal opening then entering is actually painful. Mm -hmm. So there's two ways of communicating uh, that what's happening is, is, is not, not good mm -hmm. for your body at that moment. And through Yoni, what, what is Yoni healing? And yes, what, how is a session? Can you help women? Um, yeah, so yoni healing, I, it's, uh, yoni healing is kind of like the general term for uh, a way to aliven and to activate the energy in your yoni. And I would say like there's two ways to do it. You can either work with the pain body. So you focus on removing and transforming the blockages by touching, by breathing into it, by adapting to the pace of the woman by adapting to the pace of the yoni and often it just looks like you know a little bit further up in the session uh, when the yoni is ready to be touched um, there's just a finger and me sending energy to the finger and there's on the other side the receiving woman who is feeling like okay can I feel what's happening in this part of my body? Because if there's armor, the energy is frozen and frozen and she cannot feel. Mm -hmm. So by this energy, by this physical touch connected with the energy uh, and the consciousness of the woman who is receiving, something happens. She starts to feel. And sometimes the first step is, wow, I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. That's the first step of feeling, ah, okay, I don't feel so much. Mm -hmm. And the woman breathes into it, like, like into the spot, in and out, in and out. And then it st starts to become, uh, it starts to release. It could be either like physical tingling sensations, like it could hold emotions, it could, uh, could hold anger, it could hold sadness, or maybe a memory, or maybe a combination of those. And um, yeah, so once it's, it's released, there could be another layer under. Uh, so maybe you start with numbness underneath, there's pain, numbness, pain, you never know. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and a, a healthy yoni, a non-armored yoni feels like, ah, okay, ah, I can feel the touch and it feels pleasurable. I feel sensations. So that's the one, one side of the yoni healing. And that's working with the pain body and working with the blockages. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's also this thing which is more like yoni massage or tantric massage where you don't work directly 
on activating uh, and connecting and transforming the pain, but you actually work with uh, the pleasure. Mm -hmm. uh, because also like pleasure, um, and that could, yeah, so it's like massaging, also adapting to the pace, but the intention is different. So they, it could look the same on the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, there's still like a touch of the yoni, of the breast, of whatever is suitable in that uh, session and whatever the woman is ready to receive. Uh, but it's, it's only connected like, okay, can I receive pleasure? Can I open up to pleasure? And yeah, that's healing in itself, you know, to also expand in receiving mm -hmm. that and enlarging your vessel to... Um, to receive and that's also um, um, how do you say that transforming the blockages mm -hmm. also because it's hard to receive when you are holding a shield or an armor yep yeah so I, f I feel like those two also work hand in hand so if you if you receive like this uh, session with working more with the bl bliss body working with the pleasure there could be also like emotions coming up also could be um, uh, yeah sadness or pain coming up because what happens when pleasure and sexual energy is rising our guard goes down mm. uh, we're less protected so that's very tricky uh, thing of this sexual energy uh, so we're less protected so it's like the body might think hey this is a great opportunity. Now we can work on this beautiful spot here, which holds tension, which holds armor. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it, they could, yeah. So you could have like this one session with the armor, with the bliss, or you could have like this third option where you work with both. Both. Yes, so even in sex, when... Uh, someone starts crying or feels anger or sadness suddenly it's a normal thing would you say i would say yeah because opening up as a woman it's not easy we mm -hmm. are these vessels holding emotions and often we need to release something first before more arousal is uh ready to be to go through our bodies so it often often like emotions pop up on the path of arousal and increasing arousal um yeah i would say it's it's normal i know that, that not a lot of people know about this uh because we have this concept and this idea of like okay sh sex should be pleasurable it should be horny it should be orgasmic but um yeah it could also be healing it could also be releasing and this is also my wish for the world that it, that this is this gets also a place in sexuality yes where every emotion is normalized yeah mm. and, and also her. if people slow down a little bit then there is even space to navigate this emotion with an edge of pleasure rather than, oh my God, now I'm crying and I don't know what to do. And we stop and I, and maybe the, the man becomes kind of insensitive or the person with mo most masculine energy present in the room because it's confused by what's going on and it feels responsible. Yeah. And, and the feminine energy is, doesn't feel seen nor understood nor held. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like what you say because it's not necessarily a cue to stop mm. if emotions pop up. It's actually, you can, of course, stop if you feel like it. But I would suggest like to, if if it feels right for you to explore like the opportunity because this emotion is uh you know it's showing his or herself and to work with it and to stay present so if the emotion pops up in the woman um i would say okay slow down maybe not 
continue like movement, uh, but breathe into whatever is present. And as a man, um, it could also be the other way around, but this is the example I gave. As a man, be fully present. Just be, you don't have to do anything. Maybe just say, okay, baby, I'm here for you. You can let go. It's okay. Mm. And for me, the first time when, when I experienced this kind of sex and oh, that my emotions were uh, allowed and I could cry my eyes out. <laughs> and actually, I still was holding a little bit back. I was giving a little bit, but not everything because I was a little bit afraid to give everything. But that, it was a start. Um, and it, it's like after it, you feel like, ah, oh, the sun is shining again. It was raining. It was pouring. And wow, now I experience so much space. And that's what it does when you are on the path of creating arousal and turn on uh, and emotions pop up. It's just like this storm which wants to pass and then it's over. And then actually you can decide what you want to do. Ah, do we want to continue in a different pace, of course, because you cannot read most of the time, you cannot really uh, start where you left off. Mm. It's, yeah, you're in a different energy. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely continue and it's way more close then and it's way more intimate. And I noticed that men also find it, could find it very, very special to, to be this container and to be present and, uh, they feel honored. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can imagine that, that they could also feel shocked if they don't know this this is possible. They don't know what to do with it. So there needs to be a little bit of education from women maybe uh, to men um, or from men to men, but around this subject. Um, yeah, but if, if you're a woman and you're like, oh, I'm too afraid to do that. Uh, know that you're giving him a gift also. It's yeah. a gift primarily to you, but also to him. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Hmm. So basically, um, do you think our genitals can change shape or feel differently according to the way we relate to them? Um, well, yes. Um, in there's, I think there's different answers to this. Um, I know in Tantra, like women who want to have bigger breasts, uh, for example, I've never heard about women wanting smaller breasts, but having bigger, bigger breasts and relating to the breast they, and, and, and giving massages, you know, they start to change shape, shape and even size. Um, with the Yoni, I, I don't know, I could only say like, okay, when you start relating to the Yoni and when you start looking at her and when you start to activate and 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 um turn on and and uh pleasure the shape it, well like the you know the clitoris and the vest the bulbs in it you know they um they fill with with blood and we actually have the same amount of erectile tissue inside of our yonis as man has on the outside wow we're built from the same parts only they're uh, in a different location mm -hmm. so when there's lots of arousal the shape and the, the the of the lips of the outer lips of the inner lips of the opening they change mm. because we have a lot of erectile ish tissue mm. it's cool huh yeah, it's cool. But also I was thinking, for example, is if someone has a very shameful uh, relationship to her genitals and doesn't move any energy there, uh, would that also affect actually your shape or the tissues or... I don't know if it, if it um, impacts the shape 
but I think it definitely impacts like the energetical structure. So when you don't connect with it, when you don't touch it, you create a kind of dead zone mm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. and I can imagine that, that, that she's like, there's less blood in it. So she's like less red. Um, mm. But like the shape of the, uh, and the form of the lips, I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but definitely like the energetical structure. I was thinking also about you shared on Instagram a video about these little, I don't know how they are ah. called, moonstones? Um, not moonstones. Ah, um, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's called gerstekorrel in Dutch. Yeah. Uh, these grains, little grains. Yeah, that you can have them under your eyes too, like this little exactly. white. Yeah, it's actually, it, and that's, that's also just... Um, uh, um, condensed energy it's stuck mm-hmm. energy and it comes out as this kind of white grains and with lots of loop you can you can massage them uh, out of your out of your lips most of the time they're like in uh, on the inner lips so when you get a mirror uh, yeah you can have a look and you might see that you have like this uh, this little white scent grains like structures mm-hmm. and it's not harmful they they don't do anything wrong they're just there uh, and it's a sign of blocked energy mm-hmm. yeah hmm. Hmm. so we have the same amount of erectile tissues as ma- as men in our um, yoni and men have also the same tissue as we have in their uh, penises. Um, do you think that they have an energetic pussy, basically, then? Like, everyone has an energetic pussy. Yes, of course. And now, I'm not sure if it's of course, but yeah, in, in Tantra, we see, like, as women, we have, like, big dicks we have like lingam you know we can energetically penetrate Mm. Uh, and men have the same also yes they have energetic pussies some love to be penetrated uh, Mm -hmm. in this cosmic energetic pussy Mm. and it, it also can just be an energy thing it doesn't need to be physical no it doesn't need to be physical no no and how how could they interact with this energetic portal they have men in part- and and women i mean yeah yeah well i think the first step is like uh kind of play with it kind of like ah imagine how your yoni looks like you know mm-hmm. how it feels like and make and you know by doing that you kind of make her in this energetic realm, you make her real mm-hmm. by seeing her, and you know you can just and when you when you kind of see her or you visualize her or you feel her, uh, yeah, you can like start touching it, and none, that doesn't have to be physical because the yoni isn't there physical, and you don't as a man have to touch yourself physical, but you can uh, touch the energy. So you touch, when you touch the energy body, you touch yourself like five to 10 centimeters above the, um, above the skin. Um, and the energetic pussy works a lot with imagination. Mm-hmm. Works very well with imagination. Uh, so if you imagine that your yoni is being penetrated that really works. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or And it could also be in interaction. So if you have a man which opens his energetic pussy and you have a woman and it could, they could be like fully clothed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this woman, I think that's more easy then maybe. Uh, and the woman imagining her energetic lingam, they could have like, ah, they start to engage, you know, and the women starts to, woman starts to thrust the hips and the man starts to, ah, okay, to receive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is all like, it's, it's physical in a way that you touch each other, but don't, no, don't, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be physical with naked bodies. It can be physical with naked bodies. 
Um, but yeah, give it a try. <laughs> you already did it. You like it? Yes, I love the idea. It's a whole new world. And um, yeah, I totally can see the benefit of uh, putting ourselves in someone else's shoes. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, sure. getting an experience of how it works. And yeah. yes, totally. Mm -hmm. Do you have, um, I think this will be the last question. Okay. <laughs> If you have like ways uh, in which someone could today start connecting with their yoni um, or with the yoni of his, her partner in order to live more in harmony with mm. this energy and bring this harmony also into the world. Yeah. I think the first thing you can do today and you don't have to be naked uh, is to... Uh, the first thing you can do is to um, check in with your yoni, to place all of your awareness and all of your attention inside and to rest it at the pelvic floor. Mm. Just to sense like, okay, what can I feel? What's alive? And maybe you notice like, ah, oh, it's hard to, to keep my attention there or um ah maybe you realize oh i don't feel anything or what should i feel and that's already like such an important step to notice and it's about you keep coming back to okay maybe just do it for five minutes just feel and um it's very basic and i would say it's very powerful and i'd like to add something extra uh When you go to the toilet, you go to the toilet multiple times a day. I invite you to at least look at your yoni mm -hmm. once and say, hey, hello. Mm -hmm. To connect, to start like this. You don't have to have a whole conversation, but this is like the start of a conversation. You know, just and 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 ah. No, normally you do like going to the toilet on automatic pilot, but just for once, don't do yeah. it on automatic pilot, but be present. Say, hey, hello. Hi, beautiful. Hey, gorgeous. Hi, you're there. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things which are, I think, very uh, basic and uh, you can do it every day <laughs> uh, just as a, as a, as a small uh, step, as a little start. Mm. Thank you so much, Miriam. Thank you. Um, if our listeners want to find you and work with you one-on-one, -on -one, um, or take a course with you, or buy one of your uh, magic ones in your <laughs> pleasure ones on your web shop, where can they find you? Um, I have a website. Um, maybe we can put it in the link, but I will say it. It's called uh, youreden.nl. Uh, I work mainly with Dutch. Um, and I also work with English, but I just, uh, English speaking people, but I just decided uh, to focus on uh, my uh, yeah, mother language. Um, And I, I think I'm also very active on Instagram. So you find me, it's uh, your Eden and it's on your underscore Eden underscore. Okay. I'll put everything in the show notes in any case. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for this inspiring and grounding conversation. And uh, yeah. Thank you very much for the invite and for all the beautiful questions uh, and that I was allowed to share on this, yeah, I would say like amazing subject. <laughs> Good. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of Hidden Truths. 
And if you are curious and want to know more about my work with Reiki and Akashic Records, or you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, head on over to my website www.nicoleenergy.com or my Instagram account, nicoleenergy underscore. Bye! 